Peace, peace. Welcome to Mama Living Healthy. I'm Tai Mei, and this is Kid. And today on Saboon, we will be talking about nail artistry. So, my first question for you would be um, what inspired you uh, to be a nail tech? Uh, um, I've always been into art in general and when I was younger I liked having nice nails and I had a lot of really bad experiences getting my nails done so at, after the very last like probably the worst when I was like I don't know anything about doing nails but I feel like this is probably not what you're supposed to do so I'm gonna go ahead and go and learn how to do it so um, yeah that was that was a major push it's just feeling like I was getting really crappy service and really really terrible um, nails so I feel like I could have done a better job okay so did you study like art separately or was that something that came to you naturally uh, I mean in like some art classes I don't love them because <laughs> I kind of have this I have a very stubborn attitude when I was in art classes and well, if uh, I got a couple bad grades on some things and every time I'd get a bad grade in art, that was, I just wouldn't accept it. I was like, well, art is in the eye of the beholder, so you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, it's not anything that I've like really studied traditionally. It's always just been something I did. Okay. Um, so what steps did you take in order to become your own boss? Hmm. Um, well, once I was done with because uh, I did cosmetology, um, so I'm like technically licensed to do everything, but nails is just more, I just vibe with it better. Um, so as soon as I was done with cosmetology, I did a couple other programs like aesthetics and stuff, but the goal was always to just work for myself. Um, so right after school, I just started working from home. It was It was difficult, like it's really difficult to start out being independent and working from home. It's it's harder, I feel, to grow a clientele that way because from a salon aspect, um, you get walk-ins, you are able, you know, you have like a storefront where people can see it. So it's a little bit easier. So it was, it was definitely an uphill battle, but that was always the goal. So I just, I would rather suffer and be my own boss, like suffer for a little bit and build it up. Um, but yeah, like the steps that I took were just, every time I have extra money, I invest it into more product or uh, furniture that I need, or like, you know, I'm doing like a business class on Monday. Um, just little, anything that I can, any extra money, it usually goes towards investing in making sure that I can stay independent. Awesome. Okay, um, what advice would you give to potential clients about taking care of their hands and nails before coming to visit you. <laughs> oh, before coming to visit to visit me and during being my client and everything in between, like every nail tech, like if there's any nail techs watching, you can with me. Nails are jewels, don't use them as tools. That is the motto and I need to like get it embroidered and put it on my wall because there's just clients that will never give up on trying to use their nails as like a screwdriver or like rip pack you know I know that especially right now most people are doing so much online shopping um, so you're getting packages almost daily do not use your nails to bust open the tape on your packages um, yeah don't use it to like scrape press it on food off of your dishes 
just don't like don't don't use them to pop up the soda tab like the tab on the can of soda um but in general like what you can do to just give your your hands the skin on your hands your nails uh like the best health that they can have is just keep them moisturized especially right now like again along with all the other things with quarantine we're all washing our hands a ton we're all using sanitizer a ton but most people aren't putting that moisture back into their hands so we all wash our face and moisturize it but most people aren't doing the same for your hands and your hands will show your age faster than anything because they're so neglected so with all the sanitizing make sure that you're using cuticle oil and lotion don't just think that lotion is enough use cuticle oil on the top and like make sure you're rubbing it underneath that nail too cuticle oil is huge lotion don't use your nails as tools um don't don't bite them don't bite your nails it's not just a terrible habit and can look really gross but just all the bacteria that's under there you can you can really get sick and it's really gross so yeah, those are the main factors you can yeah those are great <laughs> Um, what are the key signs that someone should leave a nail shop and never return? <laughs> oh, um, I would say just, you, and feel free to ask your nail tech questions. Like if you ask your nail tech questions about like the cleanliness practices that they have and if they are avoiding them or if they seem offended, um, you should probably leave like if my clients were to walk in and ask me what i do to clean and sanitize and disinfect my implements and my workspace i'm happy to show them and i've even offered you know if they're concerned at all especially right now during this time if they would like to stay after their appointment if there's extra time they can sit and watch me clean up um so if if your nail place seems secretive about either their cleaning practices or their products is a huge one so there's a lot of like illegal and not safe products on the market uh, if your nail tech, like if your bottles aren't clearly labeled and have brand names, if they're just in no label containers and just have like marker written on what they are, like acetone or um, uh, monomer or whatever, that's kind of a weird sign. You sort of want things to have name brand labels on them so you know that they are legal, safe products. Also, um, if anybody, if you... <sighs> This is something I hear all the time. Like every one of my, I'll grab one, hold on. Every single one of my nail files that I use is a, it's, they're all single use files and mine are individually wrapped in plastic and it's sealed so you can hear it every time I open a brand new one and I take it out. Not every nail file is going to be single or uh, individually wrapped. But if you see that somebody is reusing nail files, whether it's your same one and they're keeping it and using it in future appointments, or um, if you know you notice that they just have like a, you can tell when a nail file is used because it has like white scratches on it. Um, if you see that and somebody pulls out a file and starts to use it, like don't don't let them touch you. Don't return. If there's any implements that you see that just yeah cleanliness is a huge thing don't be afraid to ask questions don't be afraid to ask them about the um if their products are legal and if you sense that they are reusing dirty implements and tools on you or reuse use tools on anybody leave and never return wow. yeah those are great as well um i've actually noticed that a few times uh in the past um of people reusing things um 
So for example, I was getting um, a pedicure one day and I saw the same brush that this woman used to scrub my foot. She like put it in a sanitizing bin and yeah. it was like a lady the other way, like on the other side. And then this woman comes and she grabs it out and she just like puts it in the tub where her feet are and then she just leaves it in there for a little bit and then she just puts like some um it wasn't really like it was written on like how you said and it was like some type of soap or something and then she just started scrubbing her foot and I was just like I don't know if that's right like it's just it's oh my goodness and I feel like it's almost like norm in certain places where oh. people are like oh okay well I'm sure you know that's fine but it's really not sanitary like at all oh that's something that I've heard from especially new clients um most of them will say something about it because I I offer all my clients their file at the end of the service I'm like here you can take this home with you if you want and some of them have said like, oh, you can just keep it for next time. I'm like, no, I'm gonna throw it away. Oh, you get a new one every single time? Yes, and I've never seen that before. I'm like, don't, wherever you've never seen that before, don't ever go back there, because it's that's gross. But touching on kind of what you just said too, is there's, you know, one of the biggest things that they teach you in beauty school, you don't even really learn how to do a whole lot. You leave there feeling like you have no skills to pay the bills. But the one thing that they drill into you over and over is sanitation, like infection control, um, making sure that you know how to like clean and disinfect your space. And so a huge part of it is knowing the contact times for cleaning uh, products, like barbicide is, is a huge one, and knowing that you need to submerge your uh, reusable implements, your metal implements, non-porous tools for a minimum of like 10 minutes, and you need to let them air dry, you know? So, knowing that your nail tech and beauty professionals know how to use their disinfection uh like protocol properly is a huge thing that that's the biggest thing especially right now so just research the place that you're going and don't be afraid to ask questions if somebody's making you feel like you're a bad guy for asking questions you don't need to be a patron of that establishment absolutely my last question would be, where can people find you? So I'm out of uh, Lehigh, Utah, on the north end of Lehigh. Like people local to Utah will know it. Like I'm on the end closer to the point of the mountain or like the Traverse Point area. Um, so yeah, so if you're already in Utah, if you're passing through Utah, I am in Utah County. I know that Salt Lake County people <laughs> have a hard time with that because you think in your mind, <clears throat> when I say I'm in Utah County, you think Provo, I'm not in Provo, I'm a mile south of Salt Lake County. So yeah, come visit me out in Utah. Well, thank you so much uh, for setting aside some time to do this interview with me. Yeah, thank you. It was good talking to you. I do have another question though, just like for me personally. Um, I I got uh, my feet d done, well both my nails and my feet done with gel. And I, I don't know how to get it off. Do I have oh. to go to someone to do that or? Can, um, you don't have to though. If you, do you have like acetone at home? I don't. So if you have the ability to like just go to Sally's or wherever, make sure that you get, it has to be 100% pure acetone. Mm -hmm. If you 
that's not pure acetone, like usually they're colorful, like a pink or a blue, um, are cut with like different things and it would take way too long to, like nail polish remover is what it would be labeled instead of just acetone. Um, it'll say nail polish remover, those won't like eat at the product fast enough. You'll be sitting there forever and it probably get it all the way off. But like at Sally's, you can get a bottle about this big for like three or four bucks, I think. So really inexpensive. And um, if you have like cotton swabs and tin foil, so just take a cotton pad or like, a, you know, if you have like cottony face wipes or something, just soak it so it's pretty, it's pretty drenched in acetone. Place it on top of your, oh, first, let me get to that part. So you need to like break the seal of the surface of the gel. Um, because that's it's non-porous and the acetone needs to go down and eat so the gel has a non-porous top you just need to take like a buffer or a file and kind of file at the top of it so it's rough and you don't really see it super shiny anymore mm -hmm. um, you don't need to go crazy but just buff it off and then take the soaked cotton pad place that on your nail and then place like a tinfoil wrap over it and just, you know, you can do all your fingers and toes, sit there and watch an episode of whatever show. And after about 15, 20 minutes, you can take them off and take like a, I don't even have one right here, but like the orange wood sticks, the little cuticle pusher sticks, or if you have a cuticle pusher at home, then you can like gently scrape it off and it should just kind of come off and flake off. If you scrape off a top layer, you still feel some gel underneath, then re-soak the little cotton pad, put it back onto your finger and wrap it again for another 10 minutes. And then it should, the rest of it should come off. Oh, wow. Okay. And then make that after you're done with that, because acetone is so drying and will leave your nails and hands feeling super dry and brittle, cuticle oil and lotion. Okay, that sounds good. I will definitely uh, do that. Because <laughs> I've been struggling, I have, I have not figured it out. And that was the perfect answer, so. <laughs> Well, to like make a little video for my clients just you know some of them are concerned about leaving the house and they want to take their own product off um but if you have any issues or you're confused um about it like feel free to video chat me on instagram and i'll talk you through it when you get the products or whatever awesome. that <laughs> <I did>. <laughs> oh, thank you again i really appreciate it um I'm learning so much from you, uh, from Instagram to this interview. So I hope it's really helpful uh, to others as well, because it seems, um, like I said, a lot of people just just take what they what they get, you know. And they don't, you know, know what to expect or what to do in those situations. So definitely, I'm glad of any help that I can be to make sure that people are. They know how to seek out and find quality service providers and receive quality service every time. Like, you don't need to get crappy nails.